You're now tapped into Go Lightly Radio with Amanda Nicole, an uplifting and informative podcast for crystal lovers, spiritual seekers, and intuitive boss babes learning to manifest abundance and fulfill their soul's purpose. We're coming together to provide modern insight into the power of crystal healing, honoring daily spiritual practice, and why aligning your chakras is more important than keeping up with the Kardashians. Here's your host and crystal bestie, Amanda Nicole. Hey guys, welcome to Go Lightly Radio. My name is Amanda Nicole, and I am your crystal bestie. I cannot believe that this is our 99th episode. Like, that is insane to me. I started Go Lightly Radio back in 2020, and I've recorded a new episode almost every week for over two years now, and I'm really proud of that. This platform has become a space where I can plant little seeds and hopefully inspire each and every one of you guys who tune in to just appreciate your crystals in new ways or how you can work with them in ways that you might not have thought of before. And I've had so many of you guys reach out and tell me that the topics resonate and that you find exactly the like the message you were looking for, the information you were looking for at the right time. And that in and of itself is such confirmation to my purpose in sharing this time with you all. So I guess what I'm trying to say is thank you for being here and just that time really does fly by. Like I cannot even believe that summer is coming to an end, but I do love fall. Like September 1st, all of our fall decorations go up. October 1st, all of our Halloween decorations go up. November 1st, all of our Christmas decorations. (laughs) And then they stay up through February because I love Christmas. Um, But anyways, fall in the crystal world means Denver. And so you guys know the Denver Gem and Mineral Show is my absolute favorite gem show of all time. We will be there for the entire show. So it's about two weeks. And even that's not enough time. Um, so make sure you're following us on Instagram at Go Lightly Crystals for a little behind the scenes action. Um, all right, so on to today's topic. We are going to discuss polished versus unpolished. And I'm sure you guys have a preference because most people do without realizing it. Um, I actually have recently discovered that I don't. I thought I did, um, and I'll tell you the story behind that, but there's benefits to each, so we're going to talk about that a little bit, and I personally believe that each crystal is so much its own that it doesn't matter if it's polished or not. It's the crystal, right? It's the unique energy that we are meant to experience or work with. Does that make sense? Um, But that being said, many people do gravitate towards one or the other. Um, And when I've asked why or kind of like got into conversations with people, some people say that unpolished, they feel more, right? Like the energy is stronger to them. Um, Or they prefer that the crystal just be as it was when it was discovered, or as close to that as possible, right? Like many people appreciate the imperfections of crystals, which I love. That's one of my favorite things of unpolished crystals. Um, 
And then other people will prefer polished because they're looking for a specific shape or size. And in most cases, it's easier to travel with polished stones, right? Like a little tumble, even palm stones. Um, So yeah, I personally believe that crystals present themselves to be found in the first place, right? So in feeling that way, I also believe that they place themselves in front of someone knowing what their destiny will be. So crystals in my world know that they are going to be polished if that's their journey, right? So I, that's just like a personal belief of mine. Um, and I think that like, if you keep in mind, because I know that a lot of people think that crystals are beautiful as they are, and we don't need to polish them. We don't need to change them. Like just let them be. And what I don't think a lot of people take into consideration is that many of the polished crystals that you see, they don't actually grow in crystal form, right? Like they are these big chunks of rough, right? And um, polishing them, it makes them more accessible for everyday use. So when you think about this category, right, of polished versus unpolished, the only other um, kind of group that I can think of is half polished. So there's fully polished, there's half polished, and then there's unpolished. So when I think of half polished pieces, I'm thinking of, have you seen those points where like the, they'll be polished to a perfect point, but then the bottom will remain unpolished or there'll be like a certain slice or slab that one side will be polished and the other will be left rough. Um, Laramar is a very common stone. If you think about like Laramar slices, um, you, you've probably come across one like that before. And so another time that a crystal will be polished slightly is if there's damage that they're correcting, or if there's an inclusion within the crystal, oftentimes quartz, um, that it needs to be polished to be able to see the inside, right? When you think of polished crystals, I'm sure a ton come to mind, like there's tumbled stones, palm stones, spheres, towers, cubes, um, so many shapes, so many sizes. Um, Yeah, and then when you think of like unpolished pieces, like geodes, right? Like celestite comes to mind or quartz clusters. Um, I mean, there's so many, like I couldn't name them all. but those crystals aren't often polished. Like they're not gonna polish a cluster, right? Unless one of the faces has damaged and they're trying to repair it, which is a whole other conversation. Um, But yeah, so kind of just touching on the different options, um, it really all comes down to personal preference and transparency. So I believe, especially when you start getting into specimens and fine minerals, it should always be disclosed whether a crystal has had any cosmetic enhancements, whether that be 
pairs or a face like we just talked about that's been polished. Some people don't care, right? But when you're investing in crystals, you want to know these things. Um, Another thing that comes up when you think about like polishing crystals is what happens to the excess material, right? I've often wondered that. So I started asking around because the quality that we source when anything is polished, the person doing the work is a very careful not to quote unquote waste anything. Right. And I really appreciate knowing that it makes me love high quality crystals even more. Um, and then with some more of like the common quality chips are made. So I'm sure you guys have seen those little crystal chips, um, or even like tumbles or like smaller spheres or towers. So that's really cool too. Um, and then a certain material is only really ever seen polished. So gem silica, for example, right? And here's a personal story for you that I kind of touched on at the beginning. So you guys know that my favorite, like my soul stone is Ahoyt. I talk about it all the time. Um, but whenever I'm asked what crystal is on my wish list, like it, like what am I hoping to find, right? With every gem show or shopping experience that we have. And for years I've answered the same. Um, and that crystal is Papaka White. And like, how fun is that to say, right? But I don't have one. Like I don't have one in my collection. I would love to bring one into my world, um, but it just hasn't happened yet. And there's a reason for that. So, well, there's a couple reasons. Number one, it's rare. Okay. Number two, it's very expensive, um, especially in the quality that I'm looking for. I have very specific taste, right? So on top of being super selective, I'm searching for a crystal that's hard to find as it is. And then I'm eliminating 90% of what I will find right off the bat. Um, because I'm looking for something so specific and a lot like recently, especially of the Papaka white that I've been able to view has been polished, right? Even a lot of the Ahoyt that I've been seeing lately has been polished to expose the inclusion, which is what you're paying for, right? It's not the quartz. So I get it. You want that bright and pronounced color, right? And but for these two crystals, I have had it in my mind that I want unpolished, natural, but I still want it to be super bright and pronounced. So basically like the million dollar crystal, right? And I have a collection of Ahoy. None of it has been polished, but I'm always, I don't know. It's just like this thing that I've like decided on. And so I'm at this place where I'm like, do I hold out for that one in a million piece? Or do I open up to the idea that maybe it is more about the actual energy of the crystal and less about whether or not it's been polished. And I guess I won't know until I meet the one and I feel it, right? But I like to believe that I will find my perfect piece just the way that I see it in my mind's eye. Um, but I'm going to stay open to the idea that maybe I don't know everything and I should trust the universe in speaking through the feeling that I get when I hold specific crystals. Because when we were in Springfield just a few weeks ago, one of my closest friends who I love, like all of my favorite pieces have come from him. Um, he had a Ahoy Papakoi 
a little tiny piece. It was stunning. Like the colors of the Ahoy and the Papagoy and like the combination. And you guys, it was just like the most dreamy piece ever. And he gave it to me to hold. And I was like, oh, it's polished. Why do they polish them? And he's like, you know why they polish them. Like, so you can see the inclusion. So it, so it looks as beautiful as it does. And I was like, I know, but like, I just, oh, I want it. I want it to look like this, but not be polished. And he was like, you're crazy. Like it sold, like I'm sure the moment I passed it back to him, <laughs> that's how beautiful this piece is. Um, like no one's even asking what the price is. They just want it. And so anyways, he actually let me like carry it around for the afternoon while we were at the gem show. He was like, just keep it in your pocket. I was like, he's like, just give it a chance, right? Like, don't be so like, don't have your blinders on just like hold it because he knows that that's how I connect with crystals anyways so I had it and it was just magical and I it really got me thinking like okay maybe maybe I can open up to the idea that certain crystals don't have to come into my life the way that I think that they're going to so I know you guys are all dying to know well I guess I kind of answered it. I didn't get it the crystal is not in my collection um but it did teach me a lesson in reminding me that it is more about the energy. It is more about the crystal itself and the the soul of each each particular crystal that we really resonate to. That's what's really calling us. That's what's really like allowing us to feel what we feel from these crystals, right? So, yeah just my two cents on the topic. Um, all right. That's all that I have for you guys today. We leave next week for Denver. So I will be MIA here until we are back and settled. But when I do return, it will be for our big 100th episode. So I hope that you will join me. I love you guys so much and I will be back soon. Thanks so much for listening. If today's episode inspired you, make sure to rate us five stars, leave a review, and subscribe. Also remember to follow Go Lightly Crystals on Instagram and visit golightlyhealing.com to find today's show notes and anything else you might need to help you live your best life. Until next time, keep your crystals cleansed, chakras balanced, and affirmations on repeat.